With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. How about those fighting Irish? Nice performance by Notre Dame on Saturday as the number eight team, not for long, got knocked off by Marshall 26-21 to at Notre Dame Stadium in South Bend. Unbelievable. Stephen Gilmore, pick six, hizzy, 37 yards for the house late in the game. And Kalan Laborn rushed for 163 yards as the herd got it done by five. Gilmore's the brother of Stefan Gilmore of the Colts. He picked off Tyler Buckner with four and a half minutes left, raced to the end zone, and then popped into the stands where there were a lot of Marshall fans already celebrating. Marshall's 2-0. and The Sunbelt team comes to Notre Dame and shocks the Irish. Nice start for Marcus Freeman as the head coach at Notre Dame. The 36-year-old first-time coach was promoted after Brian Kelly left for LSU. Then he lost the bowl game, the Fiesta Bowl, to Oklahoma State. And then opened the season in Columbus at Ohio State and lost that game 21-10. Freeman's the first head coach in Notre Dame history to lose his first three games. I mean, they are going to start pouncing on this guy if they haven't already. In South Bend, the media, the national media, television, radio, podcasts, you name it, they are all over this guy that Notre Dame chose to replace Kelly, that he was this defensive genius, and the Irish aren't doing anything right, and they shouldn't be ranked at all after losing that game. How about this? In all three of those losses, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, and Marshall, Notre Dame led in the second half of all those games. Earlier on Saturday, Freeman told a crowd in uh, South Bend, there's no better place in this country to get our first win of this new era than here at Notre Dame Stadium. The Irish had a streak of 42 straight wins against unranked opponents. That is gone. The herd led 19-15 with 5-16 left when Henry Columbi, a transfer from Texas Tech, completed a three-yard TD pass to Devin Miller. The score was set up by a 42-yard run by Laborn, who 
broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage and then busted a move on Brandon Joseph before going on his way down the field. The Irish tried to rally, but Owen Porter picked off a pass by backup quarterback Drew Pine with three minutes left. Pine threw a TD pass with 14 seconds left to cut the lead to five, but they got their ass beat. Freeman said, quote, it's never easy to come in here after a loss, no matter who it's to. It's disappointing. We didn't execute, and it comes down to execution. Columbia was 16 to 21 for 145 yards for the Thundering Herd. How about they rushed for 221 yards on 49 carries? So much for that vaunted Notre Dame defense of Freeman's. They just couldn't get the offense going. Same thing that they struggled with in Columbus against the Buckeyes. They opened up their playbook, but none of it worked. Freeman said, we have to look at ourselves as individuals, the whole team, starting with the head coach on down and say, what do I have to do? What do we have to do to fix the issues? We have to look at the lack of execution in all phases of our team. Buckner was 18 of 32 for 201 yards and two picks. He obviously sucks. He led the Irish in rushing with 44 yards on 13 carries. So what? Their big tight end, Michael Mayer, had eight catches for 103 yards. Nobody's questioning that he's good. Notre Dame led 15-12 early in the fourth quarter on a one-yard run by Buckner. He went wide right for the two-point conversion, uh, but they couldn't do anything after that offensively. They had two stretches in the third that showed who they were. On a third and two from the Notre Dame 47, the Irish couldn't get a first down. I mean, they just couldn't punch it two yards at all against the herd. Freeman again reiterated that it's an evaluation of everything we're doing. It starts with me. It starts with me as a head coach. Here's the deal, bro. Everyone is going to be down your throat now. You have failed miserably in getting this job and blowing every single game that you've had. I mean, it's only three games, but they were big games. The Fiesta Bowl, fail. The game in Columbus, boring, fail. And then you lose to Marshall. Like, no offense, but Marshall, for Christ's sakes. How about some of the other games on Saturday that shocked the world? Georgia Southern beat the three-touchdown favorite Nebraska Cornhuskers 45-42 in Lincoln. (laughs) I just can't even fathom. The Huskers tried a field goal attempt uh, as time ran out, but it was wide left from 52 yards. The Georgia Southern players stormed the field to celebrate their first win in 13 games against a Power 5 opponent. How about this loss for Scott Frost? Now he has to face Oklahoma next week, and that game is in Lincoln. Frost said, that one hurt. We win as a team, we lose as a team, and we got beat today. We got beat on schemes, and I didn't really have an answer. They got after us. Scott Frost needs to be fired. He has been a colossal failure at Nebraska. Tom Osborne won national championships in Lincoln with the Huskers, and they are so far removed from that, it's not even funny. They get their ass beat now regularly. They blew the game against Northwestern in Dublin, and now they've lost to Georgia Southern. you got to be kidding me. They were 214-0 when they scored 35 points at least at Memorial Stadium. 
The Eagles piled up 642 yards. None bigger than the 75 they moved in 11 plays for the winning touchdown. The victory is Clay Helton's. How about that? He was at USC. Now he's at Georgia Southern. A year to the day that Southern California fired him, two games into his seventh season, he said, I'm so proud of our boys. How about their quarterback, Van Trees? He threw for 409 yards on 37 of 56 passing. And Gerald Green ran for 132 yards and two TDs. Jalen Allen had 85 yards and two scores. How about Appalachian State? They stunned Texas A&M in College Station on Saturday, but they didn't get to go back home to Boone, North Carolina. They had problems with their plane, and they had to spend the night at a hotel uh, where they had slept the previous night in College Station. And when they went back to stay there, it was sold out. The team had to sleep in hallways, conference rooms, and in the lobby. Who cares? After they had lost to North Carolina in a crazy game in Boone, 63-61 to 61 the previous week, can you even fathom that they went to College Station and beat the Aggies? Jimbo getting slapped. The final score was 17-14 App State. How about Washington State? Nakia Watson had a big game. He scored both the Washington State's touchdowns as the Cougars upset Wisconsin at Camp Randall in Madtown 17-14. Watson rushed for 522 yards and five touchdowns at Wisconsin from 2019 to 2020 before transferring. And then the guy goes back there and haunts them. He scored on a two-yard run in the uh, second quarter, put the Cougars ahead for good by turning a short completion into a 31-yard score with five and change left in the third quarter. The Cougs were a 17-point underdog but survived a game that featured tons of bizarre plays and... They had the lead late against Wisconsin. The Badgers faced a third and six from the Washington State nine midway through the fourth quarter when defensive tackle Christian May picked off Graham Mertz before losing the ball. Mertz recovered the fumble at the Washington State 20, but there was a penalty on tight end Clay Cundiff, and it pushed Wisconsin back to the 35. Cundiff then caught a 24-yard pass, but Quinn Roth forced a fumble that Sam Lockett, the third, recovered at the 12 with five minutes left. And Washington State never gave up possession the rest of the way. Wisconsin had 11 penalties for 106 yards. The Cougars were down in the game 14-10 and found a way to win it. The Badgers outgained the Cougars 401 to 253, but it didn't matter with all those penalties. Washington State hosts Colorado State on Saturday. They'll probably whack them because the Rams suck. Wisconsin hosts New Mexico State at Camp Randall, and you know they're going to beat them up after losing to Washington State. The other wild game was that Texas Tech 33-30 overtime double oats against Houston, the 25th-ranked Cougars. Houston should have won this football game, folks. Donovan Smith ran a quarterback sneak in from the nine-yard line in the second overtime, giving the Red Raiders the 33-30 win. This game was crazy. 
Both teams scored touchdowns in the first overtime after backing themselves up. Smith converted on a fourth and 20 with a 21-yard completion to Duran Bradley. The Red Raiders forced the second overtime on a four-yard scoring run, and somehow they stopped Houston at the three-yard line. The Cougars got a field goal. Texas Tech got their chance from the 25, threw a first down, got another first down, and then Smith ran it in for the winner. It's like every week there's so many crazy games. I thought the wildest game I saw was Tennessee and Pitt. Tennessee had no business winning that game and covering the six. They got it done in overtime, 34-27 at Pitt. I love college football. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.